Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the ministry of song. Thank you for your goodness, mercy, and grace on this new worship Sunday. Speak to our hearts. Heal our hurts. And give us strength to move on. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, choir. Thank you, Kim. Truly, God is an awesome, awesome God. Without him, nothing. Nothing. And I know some of you are sitting here saying, without him, not much. But I come to tell you, without him, nothing. Nothing. All things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and them that amen according to his mercy. We're in 2 Peter chapter 1, 2 Peter chapter 1, perplexed by God's continual pullout. And my sermon today is connecting the dots, connecting the dots. I want to pick up chapter 1 and verse 3, amen. Uh, let's go up to verse 2, 3, and some of 4. Grace and peace be multiplied. That's how you know you're suffering when God starts multiplying grace and peace. Grace and peace be multiplied. Amen. And he goes on to say, uh, you through the, amen, knowledge of God. That's a key word, knowledge, and of Jesus our Lord, according to his divine power um, has, hallelujah, is this divine power that has given us victory. He's given to all things that pertain to, amen, godliness through the, here's that word again, knowledge of him that has, amen, uh, giving us glory. And then Peter goes on to say in this first chapter, he's preaching about authenticity. Authenticity, something that the world has managed to carve out the authenticity of faith. Mm. 
Every believer in Jesus Christ is elected by God for his glory. Educated by God for their growth and exposed by God to the groans of suffering for their guidance, gratefulness, and graciousness. God has at times to allow us to get into something so he can pull us out. And from that we learn how to be grateful. God has got to order some obstacles. Amen. In order to get our thinking straight. God doesn't need us. We need God. We need songwriter said, I need thee every hour, every moment of every day. We need the master. And, 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 and you must understand that God does not trivialize our trials. They, these trials that enter our lives are transitional. Yeah as God uses them to apply truth. And then God transforms us, amen, as he heals our hurts. Our hurts are in his hand. And God brings healing, amen, to help us become satisfied in him. Second Peter is a classic. It's one of Peter's classic renderings. As Peter is about to be executed. Peter is about to be crucified upside down. And as he is waiting for execution, let me let me let me stop and back up because you know some some of us want to be great, and what we don't understand by greatness, there is a cost. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And Jesus told the inner circle, Peter, James, and John, they came up with this equation during the earthly life of Jesus and said, Lord, when you get to heaven, can we sit on your right hand, on your left? This was James and John. And, and, and the mother got into the conversation. And Jesus said, no, every place has already been determined. So we don't have to fight over places. Yeah. 
And then Jesus asked the three, can you drink the cup that I'm going to drink? And they said, oh, yeah, we can drink it. He said, you will drink it. The cup was death. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and James was beaten in the head, thrown off, thrown off the temple in, in Acts 12. And John was put on the Isle of Patmos and boiling hot oil. And Lord, have mercy. And, 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 and Peter was crucified upside down. Peter, in fact, they told Peter, they said, Nero said, look, I'll I, I tell you what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to chop Paul's head off. Now, now, now it's your chance. And he said, uh, I'm going to crucify your wife in front of you. And when she dies, then I'm going to crucify you. And Peter said, no, I'm not worthy to be crucified like my Lord. Turn me upside down and crucify me. Do I have a witness? You, you, you got to understand that, see, to be great, you got to prove, Lord have mercy. You got to prove to God that you're worthy. And, and that test of worthiness is not cheap. Can I get a witness? Y'all get this on the way home. That, that is, that is, this is a classic of Peter. And Peter, who doesn't trivialize our trials, is uh, building on something that James had previous, uh, that John had previously said, don't turn in John 8, when the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes were questioning Jesus and they said are you better than our father Abraham and and they were in this conversation about lineage and Jesus said Abraham was glad to see my day before Abraham was time I am eternity do I have a witness and then Jesus went on to say to his disciples if conditional you continue in my word now now let me stop because Peter Peter's dealing with continuance See, we can get married today and divorce tomorrow. Can I get a witness? Yeah, yeah. Join the church last week. You out this week. Can I get a witness? See, continuous, uh, being continuous takes the Lord's strength. You can get in a race and then fall out of the race because your feelings don't match your race. Can I get a witness? I'm going somewhere with this today. That is... If you continue in my word, then you will know knowledge, 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 the truth. And the truth will set, set, histomai in the Greek. Histomai means to stand. You'll be able to stand for something. You'll be able to stand against something. Now, 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 here's the sermon. You'll be able to stand in spite of something. I'm preaching already. Then, 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 then uh, the truth will set, yeah, you free. And Peter begins this dialogue of polemically, that means to fight, He's fighting false doctrine, false prophets. He's fighting the uh, poisoning of the churches, amen, by these men who slipped in from a long time ago and intentionally started preaching false doctrine. Yeah, I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. 
And it's here that uh, Peter begins to enlighten us to something. That is, all scripture is God-breathed. It's from the Holy Ghost. There are no mistakes in the Word of God. It's from the Holy Ghost. It's without error. It's infallible. Can I get a witness? It's timeless. It's from God. But God used human personality with truth to write his word. So if I wrote a book, it would be different from the book that Christine wrote because my experiences and my exposures of Peter is going to be different than that of John. Are y'all are y'all are y'all with me? Are y'all with me? Are you really are you really with me? So 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 Peter is writing from his personal perspective, and what he's writing on. I know you got this claim about Christianity. I know you got this conviction about Amen. Listen about all the stuff that's going on, but let me give you some authenticity. Authenticity is let me tell you from whence I came. Now, whence I came denotes transparency. The reason that people can't be blessed with your preaching and teaching is because God can't get the glory because you won't tell the whole story. You're trying to protect portions of your personality, and we already know them. Do I have a witness? You're no good. Heartbreaker. You're a liar and you're a cheat. Do I have a witness? That, that, that is all have sinned and fallen short. Why, why even waste your time trying to psych somebody out? There's none righteous, no, not one. All we like sheep have gone astray. Do I have a, so stop wasting time trying, and I'm going to come back to that, trying to persuade people of something you're not. You're only making yourself look like a bigger liar. Do I, Because if God should mark iniquities, who going to stand? If God put all your sins on that screen, you run out of here. Some of, them, some of them we know about, some of them nobody knows about. Some of them you disguise up there. You got a wig on, you got a, yeah, you got something on nobody can recognize you in. Do I have a witness? That ain't me, that ain't me, you're lying, it's you. So why try to protect your reputation when God says your reputation is bankrupt? There's none that seeks after God. Lord, have mercy. And that is, that is. He's dealing with authenticity. Amen. And authenticity, if they put a mic in my face this morning, Mom, and said, you running for president of the United States? Did you do all this? Yes, I did. Let's cut this story short. In fact, I did more than that. But I'm born again. I'm blood washed. I'm blood bought. I'm born again. Can I get a witness? Neither fornicators nor adulterators nor infeminate shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were, past tense, some of you. But you've been washed. 
See, you got to be washed. You got to have at least one bath. You got to get bathed one time. And then after you get a bath, all the Lord got to do is wash your feet off. Because your feet gets dusty in sandals walking the earth. You don't need a bath over, Peter. All you need is your feet washed. Can I get a witness? So if I don't wash your feet, John 13, you have no part with me. Do I have a witness? Oh, Lord. So here's Peter. Historically, on the characteristics of who Peter is, he always spoke when he should have listened. That's a Petron trait. He always spoke when he should have listened. He slept when he should have prayed. Yeah. He moved when he should have been still. And he was still when he should have moved. Lord have mercy. Peter, the word Simon is shifty sand. The word Peter is a small pebble rock. Jesus said, upon me, the huge rock, yeah, the rock of Gibraltar, the huge rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell can't touch it. Can I get a witness? And, and, and so God had to take Peter from shifty sand to a pebble. Lord have mercy. And, and the reason Peter kept coming back after all his failures is because Luke 22 says, Jesus said, I will pray for you. I will pray that your faith fail not. Do I have a witness? Now, now please keep this in mind because we're trying to exegete this first chapter. I'm going to pray that your faith fail not. I'm going to keep praying from heaven, Raymond Gordon, that your faith fail not. I'm going to keep praying when all hell is breaking out that your faith, I'm talking to somebody in here, fail not. I'm praying when the marriage is on the rocks that your faith will fail not. I'm going to pray when the children are all messed up that your faith will fail not. I'm, I'm going to pray that when your money gets funny, your faith will fail not. When, when the health in your body is going down, that your faith fail not. I'm going to pray for you. Mm. Mm. And then, and then, and then, you got to understand just from the first chapter that uh, 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 the 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 crippling component to Peter is what we call identity crisis. Now, some of us are over fifty, and we still got identity crisis. We still don't know who we are. I think I'm too old to tell somebody I, I want to be a cowboy. I think I'm just too old for that. Uh, we are people with identity crisis always trying uh, to do something for you to accept them, applaud them, appreciate them. Hmm. They're trying to win your favor. They can't sit still 
and let God be God. They got to do something to get where they're trying to go. And usually it's deceptive. They know what they're doing. Don't get quiet now. We're family. We are family. I met the Sledge Sisters on 18th and not met them. I talked to them on 18th and Chestnut about 25 years ago. They said, Pastor Gordon. We was hugging up there. Listen, I started singing a song. The fact of the matter is, we got an identity crisis. When we should be moving to be a stone, we shifty sand. Hmm. If you need the approval of others, you got an identity crisis. If you need somebody to pat you on the back, you got an identity crisis. The only one that we should be concerned about is Jesus. Can I get a witness? Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. We got people running around here with a, with a you know, with an identity crisis and uh, it's very hypocritical because their perceptions publicly is not what's in their heart privately. Always pulling cords, pushing buttons. Identity crisis. Paul said, I am who I am by the grace of God. I'm chief sinner. And until we accept who we are, until we accept the person that God made us, until we wrap our arms around ourselves, others will never wrap their arms around you. You... You, you, uh, you shouldn't get married and have to change. You should get married. Somebody ought to accept you. Can I get a witness? Now, we ain't talking about marriage yet. We'll talk about it Wednesday, but in the name of Jesus, if I got to marry you and do 25 changes so that you accept me, I ain't got no business marrying you. I might only reach the 19th and get tired. That, that, that is child of God. Now, not only did Peter have identity crisis, but there was some internal battle in verse 1. It says, Simon, shifty sand. What? Simon Peter, a conflict. I'm a conflict. Not convict. I'm a conflict. I'm shifty sand, and yet God calls me a pebble. Meaning that God has got to do some work to get me from one thing into another. But look what Paul, look what Peter says. Two things I want you to pull out, the internal battle that's going on in him. I, I want to be great, but I'm really broken. Mm. That 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 this this greatness and brokenness is that he calls himself a servant. In the second epistle, he didn't really call himself a servant in the first epistle. 
between the first and second epistle, he grew spiritually. I'm a bond servant, meaning I'm a slave. And a slave was a slave for six years. And then the slave could be set free. Lord have mercy. And if the slave decided he wanted to continue to be the slave of his master, he told the master to bore an earring through his ear, and now he was a slave for life by choice. And we got to be a slave to Jesus by choice. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so, child of God, that this bond servant versus being great is, is something that Peter had to grow to because every list that you find the disciples, Peter is first in the list. I don't, I don't know if you knew that. When, wherever you find the 12 disciples, Peter's always mentioned first. Always. Never second, never third, never fourth. He's mentioned first. And, 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 and Peter didn't come to Jesus first. His brother came to Jesus. Then his brother ran home and said, we found the Messiah. I, am, am I right? Do y'all read the Bible? In the name of Jesus. That, that is, child of God, I'm just giving some ingredients. But Peter homes in on something that is principally based here when he says, he talks about a precious faith. Are y'all with me? Now, 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 please, stay with me. I'm, I'm still in the first chapter now. Can I get a witness? The word precious in the Greek means incalculable. You can't calculate it. So he talks about a precious faith, a faith, listen to pastor, that was obtained. It didn't come from inside of me. God gave it to you, and it is incalculable. It's something you can't calculate, the faith that God places in us. If God didn't place that incalculable faith in us, we faint. Once God puts the incalculated faith in us, amen, it puzzles us how we're able to walk away from things. It puzzles us how God is able to deliver us in dilemmas. He talks about a precious faith. I'm coming in. He talks about a precious blood. The blood of Jesus, which is cannot, is beyond calculation. It's beyond calculation. What shall wash away my sins? Nothing. But the blood of Jesus. I'm blood washed, blood bought, born again. Can I get a witness? Every sin I even thought about committing is under the blood. He has washed me white as snow. He's changed my side of the ledger. I'm in Christ now. When God looks at me, he sees Jesus. Or do I have a witness? I noticed some heavy theology for you. God don't even see me no more. Who's Raymond Gordon? Raymond is in Christ. And if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. All, all things become new. 
and, and, and he talks about a precious faith, a precious blood, and then he talks about precious promises. I got promises so precious you can't even calculate them. I got stuff ready to kick in when you kick out. I got stuff that'll turn on when you turn off. I'm preaching to somebody this morning. I got stuff that'll take over when you went, when you went out. I, I, I got precious, Lord have mercy, promises. Then I got a precious stone, the cornerstone. That's Jesus. You cannot even calculate who he is. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so Peter, Peter, Peter then finally comes to the investments where he begins to add on moral stability. Amen. One five to one nine. Add, amen, to your faith virtue, moral stability, moral diligence. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and what, what Peter begins to talk about is the difference is his glory. The word glory is doxa in the Greek, and it means a weight, something with a weight. Now listen, what is weightless, amen, which is no glory, is glitter. Remember cotton candy? Come on, y'all remember cotton candy. It's on a stick. It's all these beautiful colors, blue, green, purple, right? And it's sweet, real sweet. Now, what happens when you take cotton candy and put it in your mouth? It dissolves. That's the way lore and lust is. It looks good from a distance till you get it in your mouth. Can I get a witness? Then it dissolves. What, what looks like it's going to satisfy won't satisfy. In fact, it won't even be around that long. What looks like it's going to make you happy won't make you happy. What looks like it's sweet is going to get dull in your life. Can I get a witness? That it ain't nothing but cotton candy or soap bubbles as the book of Ecclesiastics talks about. Life is nothing but soap bubbles. Hmm? You remember soap bubbles, right? Well, I'm a little old for bubble bath. My mother handled bubble bath. We, we, we bathed in tide. She put a tide in the water with that brown soap, and there were no bubbles. But you knew you was getting clean. That, isn't that the way God moves? God will clean you up without you seeing anything. Do I have a witness? In the name of, look, 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 y'all laughing. I never had a bump on my face. I used, I put Vaseline on my face all my life. Wash and put Vaseline. You say, I can't have all that oil. Well, I use Vaseline. My skin just as soft and just as, I use Vaseline. I got my lotions, but before I leave my bathroom, I grabbed my Vaseline. Now, that's a step up for my grandmother because they use lard and butter. They put butter on your face. And it start getting hot outside, you start cooking. It's 
somebody know what I'm talking about. And y'all spend all this money for Maybelline and all that. Go on back. Get some lard. Go get some butter. I ain't got no splotches. I got a beautiful complexion, don't I? All Vaseline, dog. Just, huh? Yeah. Jesus. Uh. I want, I, want, I want to identify three things that jump out your way. This authenticity. Peter begins to home in on in this first chapter. We're only in the first chapter. Peter begins to home in on this thing of the fact that we are pulled out, amen, by God's divine power. Boy, watch this one. The power that Peter is referring to is moral power. Now, now, now when, you read, when you read the text, and I want to read every verse, but when you read the text, the moral power is God has given us a knowledge and a power in the knowledge to pull us out. And he talks about divine nature. We are part, listen, we are recipients of his divine nature. Now let me stop pausing part because the word nature has three connotations, triple A, listen to pastor. You can tell if I'm operating under the divine nature by my moral appetite. Appetite. If my appetite is lore, lust, just sex, and something against God, if that's my that's that's the nature that's working in me. My appetite. So so you gotta ask yourself this morning, what is your appetite, amen, uh operating under? You have an appetite of lust and lore. Come on now. You have an appetite of sin and self and self-centeredness. That's the nature you're working under. So the first word is appetite. The second word is atmosphere. Eagles fly. Squirrels run up a tree gathering nuts. Mm. Can I get a witness? Yeah, that is when I look at my appetite, hogs eat slop. Dogs will even turn around and eat their own vomit. But sheep eat green grass. Are, you, are y'all with me? And, 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 and so your appetite and then your atmosphere, eagles fly, Fish swim in schools, Lord have mercy. Can I get a witness? 
and squirrels gather nuts. So if my atmosphere, I can't be a squirrel that can fly like an eagle. I can't be a fish that climbs up trees gather nuts. Your atmosphere don't agree with your nature. Your appetite, your atmosphere, oh, here comes your association. This, is, this one's going to be tight. Some of us only want to be saved and know we ain't going to hell. Well, the problem with that is you're going to hell down here. That, that is birds of a feather flock together. Association leads to a simulation. Isn't that right? Are y'all with me this morning? Uh, 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 you, you, listen, lions are in packs. They have an organized family unit. When you see a lone lion, he's either been ousted or he's wounded. He's no good. Can I get a witness? And if the pack find him, they're killing. Can I get a witness? Hang in there with past. I'm coming in. Wolves hunt in packs. There's one alpha wolf. They don't play two or three alpha wolves. Every other, every other wolf submits to the alpha wolf. Do I have a witness? That, that is, when you look at the associations, who in the world are you associating with? All that is from the word nature. So if I'm operating under God's nature, my appetites are in the word. Are y'all are y'all with me? Yeah, yeah, y'all can get quiet. I'm going to preach. That's all, that's it. That'll be my legacy. When they got quiet, he kept preaching. That's all. That's all. Now they got a commercial about his guys talking about they want to prevent HIV, so they take these pills. Mm-hmm. I got a TV too. Just think how sick that is. See, the world don't think it's sick. Just think how sick it is. And you ain't going to see none of your favorite preachers that you be watching on YouTube and giving your money to preach from Romans 1. They ain't preaching from Romans 1. They ain't preaching from Romans 1. They want to get that dollar from you. They ain't going to offend you. They ain't preaching from Genesis 19. Sodom and Gomorrah. Look, Lot never committed homosexuality, but Lot saw. And what he saw vexed his spirit. You know, all you got to do is look at stuff and not shut it off, and it can vex your spirit. Do I have a witness? Either God sanctioned it or God is against it. You can't come along and sanction something God is against. And if you're preaching to please the people, somebody ought to behead you. They ought to throw you out of the pulpit. That's ludicrous. I had a bunch, I got a bunch of German shepherds at home. Now, 
there's one alpha male, and, and, and this blows my mind. The old alpha male can be replaced by the new alpha male in a period of time. And the reason they go around and urinate so much because urination is not that they got to go to the bathroom. Urination is to establish their dominance. Are y'all, are y'all with me? Now, don't urinate in church, please. But, you know, urination is to establish their dominance, that this is my area of rule. So let me go on and do my thing here, and nobody better not, you know, come over here. They're deep. There's a whole system of submission. And, 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 and so the, the thing is, is that they're territorial, just like we are. We're territorial. I'm the president of the Do-Right Club. You need my permission to come in here and say this, say that. Well, the fact of the matter is, Pete, Peter homes in on the power of godliness, the power, the knowledge of faith, hold it and obtain faith. The faith didn't come out of me. The faith is not from me. The faith came from glory. The faith came from heaven. The faith came from Jesus Christ and it was placed inside of you. And what Jesus placed inside of you, he went on to say no weapon that's formed against you shall pop. The faith that he placed inside of you is when you get weak, then you get strong. When you can't believe, then you stop believing. Can I get a witness? He's talking about the unseen obtaining precious faith that you, you and I can't calculate. Thank you, Jesus. Then he, then he, then he, then he starts talking about the, 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 uh, uh, the knowledge of freedom. Amen. That all things... God brings all things together and he's freeing us. Hallelujah. Verses 1 to 3. He's freeing us. And then the faith. And then the facilitation is from verses. Uh, uh, hang in there with me. From verses uh, uh, 3 through 8. He is facilitating a precious, un- incalculable, Faith that was obtained. And when you start believing God, here's what you got to tell somebody. It's not mine. It's his. The reason we are able, Peter said, we are kept by the power of God unto salvation. Let me, let me tell you what that means. God is keeping me from living under the wrong nature by the power he has invested in me. I got power to say no to sin. I got power to live right. Do I have a witness? I got power to do right. Now, there was a time in my life I had, Leroy, no power. Come on now, we was weak as water. He, he talks about this obtained faith, but secondly, he tells us that we are pulled out by, listen, a divine precious promises. Mm. The promise of God's care 
chapter 3, verse 3. Don't turn. The promise of God's coming. The fact that he's coming back brings comfort. When I look at all the hell going on in this world, Jesus is getting ready to return. Can I get a witness? And, and by the way, everybody won't be glad to see him. There's a special reward you'll get for being glad to see him. Did you know that? Some folk in church hoping he don't come back too soon. Man told a little boy, little boy just came from the bakery, he said, you know, God is everywhere. Little boy said, I hope he ain't in my bag of donuts. promise of his care, of his coming, and then of his control. What do you mean by control? Well, God's hand is on the oven. God knows how much you can take. He controls all heat. He controls the fire. He controls your discouragement. He controls when you can't take anymore. He controls when you're up in arms. He controls when you're ready to throw the towel in. Can I get a witness? I'm, try, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get you to see that we got to be in God's place at God's time. I, I was telling this morning that I'm a, I'm a war buff. I love war pictures. I've seen them. I, I think I've seen them all. I don't like it for the fighting. I like it for the strategy and the... Uh, uh, Earl Flynn, in in the early 40s, they made a picture called Burma. And Burma was a part of the Pacific, and the Japanese uh, were ruling in Burma. And the United States went in, and, they, and, and, and Earl Flynn had orders. He was a lieutenant to take so many men and blow up a bridge and blow up a radar site and then make his way to a certain longitude and latitude on top of a mountain and just wait there. That's the only information they gave him. And they, they blew up the bridge, they blew up the radar site, and thousands of Japanese was coming after him. And they went up a hill and got to the top of the hill. There was nowhere to go, and they made foxholes. And they shot flares off, and thousands of Japanese was coming up the hill to kill him. And the soldiers turned to Earl Flynn and said, what do we do now? He said, our orders is to wait. And they waited, and, and, and the fighting got furious, and they waited, and they waited. And at daybreak, hundreds of American planes was flying. Parachutes by the thousands were landing. Heavy equipment was coming, and, and, and they came out of the foxhole. And, and the moral to the story is, when God tells you to wait, you got to wait. When all hell is breaking out, when, when the enemy comes in like a flood and the spirit of the Lord is raising up a standard, when you can't take no more, tie a knot and hang on anyway. You got to hang on. But they that wait upon the Lord. Somebody said, help is on the way. Somebody said, Jesus is on his way. Grace is on his way. 
Mercy is on his way. Strength is on his way. Fortitude is on his way. Replacements is on the way. Can I get a witness? You got to learn the way on the master. Peter, 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 teach us something about continuance. Peter, please teach us something about continuance. Chapter 3. Uh, I got to get out of here. Verse 14. We, we are pulled out because of God's persevering mm, persuasion. Now let me stop pausing part. Verse 14. God will send peace and stability when you persuade yourself that God is on his way. Paul said, for I am persuaded. You know Paul was talking to himself, don't you? You, you know trials will make you talk to yourself? You know trouble will make you talk to yourself? You know hellhounds will make you talk to yourself? Can I get a witness? You got to learn to preach to yourself. Don't just try to preach to the congregation. Preach to yourself. Can I get a witness? You got to take a text up. Uh, can I get a witness? Paul said, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor any other thing that means throw it under there shall be able to separate me from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus Paul you talk like a, a crazy man well my suffering has taught me sufficiency can I get a witness I've been through so much suffering that I'm learning to live in his sufficiency. He is sufficient. Well, can I get a witness? Paul in 2 Corinthians begins to pour out his mindset how he was going to make it with a thorn in his side and Satan buffeting him. Can I get a witness? They, they said, Paul, aren't you ready to throw the towel in? It looks like God has forsaken you. It looks like everything is against you. Paul said, wait a minute. Let me take a text. We are troubled on every side. But we're not distressed. We, we are perplexed, but not in despair. We are, uh, we are persecuted. That means chase. Ah. Uh, but not destroyed. We, we are cast down. Can I get a witness? Keep on living. You, you'll understand how to preach to yourself. And he used the personal pronoun we, meaning me and you, meaning you and me, meaning no matter what's coming our way, we're going to make it anyhow because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. I dare you, I double dare you. Stand on that word. I double dare you to quote his promises, his precious promises, his incalculable promises. I dare you to know that you know that you know. And we know that all things, do I have a witness, are working together for the good. Can I get a witness? And I dare you to go, I've been young. But now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging bread. Can I get a witness? You got to know that you know that you know. He gives a peace. He gives a place. He gives a program. I dare you to stand. 
just stand, stand, having your loins girded, stand with your shield of faith, stand with your reamer in your hand, a sword, can I get a witness, stand with your helmet of salvation, I dare you to stand, we are, amen, we are opposed, but we're not overcome, perplexed, but we're not pulling away. God is able, and he able, he's able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask or think. The next time you find yourself all alone, ready to give up, preach to yourself. Self, I'm going to make it. Self, I'm going to praise you. Self, no weapon formed against me. Self, I walk in the light as he's in the light. Self, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. The Lord is my high tower. Floods won't get to me. The Lord is my refuge, my hiding place, and he's my strength, a very present help in the time of trouble. Let me get cataclysmic. Though the earth be removed, though the mountains be cast into the midst of the sea, though the waters roar thereof, there is a stream that shall make glad the city of God. Be still. Be still, ah, be still, and know that I'm God. He's worthy. Any he worthy? He's worthy. Worthy. He's worthy. I said he's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. But I would be remiss if I didn't pull up my favorite prophet. Can I get a witness? Although the fig tree may not blossom and there be no fruit on the vines, although the labor of the olives may fail and the flocks will bring no food, although the flock will be cut off, yet I will Rejoice in the Lord. God will make my feet, say it Habakkuk, like hinds feet. I'm going to climb this slippery mountain and I'm not going to fall. Can I get a witness? Stand. Stand still. Stand strong. Stand committed. He's worthy. If you connect the dots, you got a smile on your face. If you connect the dots, he'll bring you out. If you connect the dots, he'll make your bed up for you. If you connect the dots, he'll be your comfort and strength. The Lord is. The Lord is. The Lord is. Say yeah. Say yeah. The Lord is my strength. A very present help in the time of trouble. Let's stay on our feet. Connect the dots. 
As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. Son of God, God the Son. Just raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ. He died for all your sins, past, present, and future. Is there one? Or perhaps you want to join the church in your Christian experience. Raise your hand. We'd love to have you. Is there one? Praise Jesus. Come on up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hello. Hello. Hey, baby. It's your granddaughter. Great. Is there another? Come on, stand, stand over here. Oh, you want to preach already? Come on over here. Come on, come on. Is there another? Come on. Come on. Love to have you. Love to have you. Love to have you. Listen, you are the best. Wednesdays, our relationship conference starts at 730. Get the word out. Get people here. And uh, know that you know that you know. Peter went from shifty sand to rock. But he had to go through something. You and I got to go through something. We got to go through some suffering. We had to go through some pain. But when I come forth, I'll be like pure gold. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm coming out of this. All you got to do is connect the dots. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for your word. Thank you for this young lady. We pray your blessings upon our family in this day, our church, and our relationship conference, Wednesday, 730. Bless every home under the sound of my voice. Give us a peace that passes all understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. 11.15.